Explain a little bit on how it is turning the page for you. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. I don't fuck with 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 you, bro. You be talking too much shit about me on Twitter. Welcome to a brand new episode of my weekly podcast, What's Happening? I am your host, P-Line. You can listen on various platforms. We on Apple Podcasts, we on Google Podcasts, and we on Spotify as well. Like it, leave a comment, or you can share it. Just do something. I would like to welcome everyone to a brand new episode of my weekly podcast, What's Happening? I'm your host as always, P-Line. Hope everybody week off to a great start going to this weekend. I'm wishing and hoping everyone stays safe. Make it home to your families. We got a good show today. I'm not going to let you play me out. We're going to talk about that later in the podcast. But before we talk about that, let's talk about what everybody been speaking on, which is the game on Thursday night against my Steelers and the Browns. Now, for those that don't know, what happened in the game was the quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers got his helmet ripped off by one of the Cleveland Brown players, and he hit him upside the head with it. And everybody got the commentary on it. I'm not really going to get into the commentary on it because it is what it is. That's what happened. And and by now, everybody know what happened. But I have to say, man, I was struggling with this one because the fan in me, And then also the human part of me. See, the human part of me, I was just hoping, you know what I'm saying, that Mason Rudolph was straight. You know, he was all right. That's what, you know, that's the human. But then the fan of me took over. I kind of wanted him to have a concussion so he can be out. So my backup quarterback, my third string quarterback can come in and take over. That's what I was hoping as a fan. Because I don't think Mason Rudolph is the answer. See, I know when you're a young player, you're going to have some some moments where, you know, where you throw interceptions and, and you know, they're gonna, the defense going to trick you. I understand it and I, I get that. So what I look for is for you to have answers when a problem presents itself. He don't have the answers. If it's a night, because, you know, sometimes you're just not going to be able to get up out of the situation. There's a 99% chance you're going to fail in these situations. But I just want to know that you're going to do that 1%. That's it. When a problem presents itself and you come off clumsy, I'm out. I'm out on you. That's Rudolph. He too clumsy. His answers are not good enough for me when a problem presents itself. I like Duck Hodges. Put him in the game. But I know that's what the coach is not going to do. They're not going to do it. Because they want to see what this what this Mason Rudolph got. Because he's tall, he's big, and all that prototypical shit. You know what I mean? But I want to see Duck Hodges in there. The one time that he won a game as a third-screen quarterback, I liked it what I seen as fathers 
him answering problems. I don't like what I see with Mason Rudolph. So that's what's the fan in me that took over. So I want Mason Rudolph, you know, just to have a little concussion. So Duck Hodges can come in and and do his thing. And then this quarter, and then the coaches can't, you know, they stick with him. But, you know, that was the fan of me that took off. Took over. But I wanna I got a couple of congratulations and shout outs to give. One to the LSU football program. That was a big win that they had last weekend against Alabama. Roll tie. Alabama have been beating them up year after year for the past eight years. They finally broke through. And it was the game was so big. All eyes was on them. It was one of them games that it just don't happen so often. Once every 10 years, maybe. That's how big this game was. All eyes was on it. President Trump, he was at the game. It was a great game. And LSU to have everybody paying attention to him in that game into win. That says a lot about him. That was a big win for him. So a shout out to the LSU program. And then also I want to give a shout out to the Minnesota Golden Gophers. They played the Penn State Nittany Lions. This is football we talking. And that was the biggest win in the program history. They took down the number 14 in the nation. They never had such of a game ever in the, in the, in the existence of Minnesota. But this one I was in on Minnesota. I didn't know how. I knew that was good because I've been taking them all year. For those that don't know, I'm a gambler. I like to bet my money. And I've been taking them all year. So I knew they had a pretty good team. But this win I was in. This win put me in on them. And I'm going to tell you why. I had no idea what a fucking golden gopher was. But what the program did, they they wanted to monetize, monetize the moment. And during the course of that game... The field goal kicker for the Penn State Nittany Lions lined up to kick a field goal. The people inside the stadium put a big-ass golden gopher on the big screen to distract them from making the field goal. I thought that was Minnesota moment of saying, we here. Not only did they play a good game on the field, but the athletics department, they stadium control, and all that was on point. They wanted to monetize the moment and let you know we got smart people in the building and we're going to be winning from this time forward. That when I was in on. I had no idea what a Golden Gopher was. So it made me Google it. When I seen it, when I seen it on the, the big screen to description, I Google it. And what do you know? We got answers. So shout out to the Golden Gophers in Minnesota on their biggest win in the program history. I see Disney don't 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 launch their Disney Plus, and and, and, and I notice a lot of people doing this because I see ESPN Plus. I see Disney Plus and all these major networks are coming up with this plus. And I understand and I realize why they're doing it. Because see what's happening, the cable programs are restricting them. 
they, we already know we only we only get cable for certain channels, and then you got all these add-ins. Man, we don't we don't look at them channels, so they have to lump it in to get these other channels played on these cables. But now what these big what these big networks are doing, they're launching their pluses, like Disney Plus, ESPN Plus, and whatnot. Because these people know we tired of these cable companies. There's nowhere in the world that we need to pay, be paying $250 for cable TV. That's more than your health insurance. That's more than some case in your car. Your car and your car insurance. And you can't tell me cable TV is more important than your health, life insurance, car notes, you know, your cell phones and all that. So you know you're getting played. You know what I'm talking about? You getting played. So, you know, these 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 networks, they getting they, you know, they figuring it out. They understand that people are, are moving away from these cable companies and going with the screaming service. Disney got 10 million plus subscribers already. They they understand what's going on. So now you can get all their content. And on these cable companies, you only allowed to see what they show you. You know what I'm talking about? So now, they saying, you know what? I'm going to let you go back and get the content you want. And you not paying $250. They don't figure it out. And I like it, the direction that these companies are headed. Because I think it's bullshit that you're paying $250 for some damn cable. And you're on a couple, t- and on a couple of networks you watch anyway. So, so, so kudos to Disney. Everybody like Disney. I didn't know it was that popular though. 10 million plus and subscribers already within the first two days. That's pretty good. I like Disney too. I like Pixar and all that, what they're doing over there at Disney and ABC and ESPN. That's the Disney umbrella, you know, so they put, they put out good content. Now let's talk about this, 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 this angry woman and this cat meme. I had no idea what it was, but apparently I looked it up because, and it, I would have never knew what it was because I don't watch Housewives of Beverly Hills, and that's where the lady comes from. She comes from. She got an argument on with one of her friends on the Housewives of Beverly Hills, and the cat is called Smudge. He's unimpressed with your food. You can put that food in front of him, and he's gonna be unimpressed. And the first person. That put those two memes together got 77k, you know, uh, views or likes or whatever, you know what I mean, or whatever it was they got on Twitter. So the person put those two memes together. This is where it originated from. They put the two memes together and it captioned these two pictures together just got me losing it. And then that's how the meme took off. But. I seen one, and so, but I never understood him, so I never liked him. But I seen one that got me rolling. It 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 it, it, it got me. It took me, you know. And it was, and it said that the 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 woman part. She said, "I'm saved," and the cat said, "By who? The bell?" And now that for those that don't know, that's an old uh, TV series called Saved by the Bell. You know what I mean? With with Zach and the boys, man. That was a pretty good show back in the days. 
But I thought that was pretty funny. But I looked up the meme thing, and that's what it was. Now we're going to get into, you know, the, the, the conversation of this podcast. Y'all know what we do around here on What's Happening. You ain't about to play me out, man. See, the thing is, right? Motherfuckers, they put on suits and ties. And they transform. Okay? A motherfucker go get a butt job. Or get their lips done. And they transform. You can get your lips done. Now you can puckering up, you know, with the duck lips. You get your butt job and all this right here. And you put a little wall with it. Now all of a sudden, you all that. Stop it. Stop it. See, Arnold Schwarzenegger, man, he was the governor. He was the fucking governor. And he had his suit on, suit and tie on. He was making decisions and all that. But for 10 straight years. This man had fathered a child of his maid. And he kept it a secret right up under his wife's nose the whole time. Suit and tie, making governor decisions, everybody praising him. And here it is, in his own home, his wife had to suffer through what he was doing. Behind our back. You know, that's just straight up slime. See, you, 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 you're not going to play me out, man. You're not going to play me out. That's not that's not the way it works. Because I understand just because you put on a suit and tie and buy, you know, behind closed door, abracadabra, you still ain't shit. Ten years, man. Ten years. He was impregnated, the maid, man, and kept it a secret. Now, could you imagine, you know, all that what that woman was doing? Probably, you know, rubbing the child belly. Didn't have no idea that this was her husband's child growing inside her. She didn't know. Her other kids. And when the kid was born, her kids was playing with him. She was probably, you know, lapping the kid, throwing him up and down sometimes or whatever. I don't. And she had no clue. This reminds me of, 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 of a situation of one of my partners. You know what I'm talking about? We, I was with one of my partners, and we was going into the store, and we and he ran across one of his friends, one of his partners that he'd been knowing for a long time. And, and, and his partner, assumingly, was on drugs of some sort, and he ran across him. And you can tell right away that he was going to beg or ask for some money. And, and, and the dude, he, you know, and my partner, he was going to give it to him. But, you know, you got to give him a hard time. And that's what he did. He was, you know, joshing around with him. And then finally he gave him the money. But as soon as he gave him the money, you know what I'm saying, old boy got spotty on He said, damn, old poor-ass nigga. And he pulled a cigarette, a cigarette out of his pocket and put it in his ear. And he, he was like, old poor-ass nigga. Acting like he ain't want to... You know what I'm saying? Do something for me. I need to probably give this shit back. The way you acting, you might need this shit more than me. See, as soon as he realized that he was going to be able to buy him another cigarette, he turned into the Marlboro Man. That's all it took for him to put that cigarette in his ear and he transformed into the Marlboro Man because he knew he was going to be able to get him another cigarette. 
He went to talk and spoke it, man. But that's how these people are. They get their butts done. They get their butts done. They get their lips done. And now they on camera, you know what I'm talking doing the duck lips. Now you wife material. Because you can walk a little bit and you got your butt done. You know what I'm talking about? And watch a couple of episodes of getting married. Now you wifey material. Abracadabra. You still ain't shit. But that's how people are. They put on a suit and tie. You know what I'm talking about? They put a cigarette in their ear. You feel me? And bam, they transform. They trying to play you out. This guy took his infant son with him on a drug deal. These people, man, they put on a necklace, a diamond necklace, put some diamonds in their ear, walk with a little limb, got a pair of Jordans on, talk with a little slip, you know what I'm talking about, and all of a sudden you praise him. And here it is on the back end, you taking your infant son with you on a drug deal. And you're doing it multiple times. How smart is that? This man, he did that in Philadelphia. You know what I'm talking about? You praise him. Just because he got a diamond necklace on or diamonds in his ear. And he got the fresh pair of Jordans on. And he talked with a little slick shit that he don't heard, you know what I'm saying, on TV or something. Come on, man. This ain't that's this ain't what it is. And the main most disturbing about this all is that when the man went and did the drug deal, he took counterfeit money. He induced the problem. He took counterfeit money with him to do the drug deal to induce the problem. Which almost guaranteed there was going to be some issues. And he got his child with him as a shield. He did it multiple times. And this particular time, he used counterfeit money. He knew it was going to be a problem. The baby was shot multiple times. You put on a suit and tie. Now all of a sudden you're a lawyer or a governor. You get your butt done. You get your lips done. Now you're doing duck face. You got some gold chains. And some earrings in your ear. And some Jordans on. That don't mean shit to me. I know some niggas on 32's. That's the police. It don't mean nothing. He had no business taking a kid with him to do any sort of crime. Keep your kids at home. Keep them safe. A lion gonna protect his cubs by all means necessary. He's not gonna bring any danger within a certain reach of his cubs. A lion even know that. And here it is. This man took his kids, took his child with him. And brought counterfeit money to pretty much ensure that was gonna be an issue, man. You can't trust them. You cannot trust these people. 
You have to prove to me that you're trustworthy. I don't give a damn about your suit and tie. The big bad wolf dressed up like grandma, man. But guess what? It still was a wolf at the end of the day. These police officers, they put on their uniforms and they transform into something else. At home, you can't even control your own household. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Ten straight years hid his kid from his wife right up under her nose. He got the maid pregnant. His wife was probably playing with the kid and everything. Probably even rubbed on her belly a few times. And she had no idea. The same man we're talking about. Making critical decisions. For your city. Your state. I'm not going to let you play me out. Abracadabra, you still ain't shit. Prove it. That's what I'm talking about. This guy in Philadelphia that brung his child with him doing a drug deal, in my opinion, he's the low-life scum of the earth. He ain't shit. I hope y'all enjoyed this podcast. This has been another episode. And I'm your host as always, P-Line. And I'm out.